Welcome to the Sunrise Sessions. This is Season 1, hosted by myself, Amber Carlson and Emmanuel Martin. Over this 10-part series, we'll be interviewing some fantastic guests about their journeys, resilience, transformation and motivation. Thanks for listening. Hi, everybody. Uh, this is part three of uh, season number one of uh, the Sunrise Sessions. And I'm very excited, Amber and I, to be talking to our very dear friend, uh, Ashwin Lakan, who Welcome, is... Welcome, Ashwin. Thank you. Yes, Thank who's, you. A, who's almost like, a, you know, he's part of the breed family. Um, and he's been a source of inspiration to all of us and uh, has an amazing mission in life, which we're going to talk about today. So really excited about it, Ashwin. How are you today? Very well. Thank you, um, Emmanuel. Thank you, Amber. Uh, namaste. Namaste. And um, welcome to all the listeners of Breed Family. Thank you. Uh, I'm Ashwin. I'm a Fiji-born Indian. Came to, um, migrated to Australia in 1998. Started working here and there. Then in 2016, I decided to create work for me, or what we call business. I am a husband and a father. I have a 21-year-old son who's autistic and has intellectual disability. So that's another added responsibility, which is top priority for myself. And um, so, yeah, that's a brief introduction. And I own and operate the Car Care Studio and AA Luckin Services. The Car Care Studio has services such as vehicle detailing, which means which includes the inside and the outside. Also, has delivery and uh, pickup and delivery services. AA Luckin Services does door-to-door transport and live sound and DJ. So that's a brief wow. introduction of myself. Jack of all trades, <laughs> Ashwin is. Thank you. And he sees his big smile when he says DJ. He's a bit oh, of a kid I at heart. I think that's his favourite. <laughs> <laughs> we all a kid at heart? that's his favourite aspect of the business. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Ashwin, weird. tell us more about the path to business. I know there's a, there was a very brief introduction. Yes. And I know you've had some challenges in life. Definitely. But give us a little bit of that journey that you went through since you've come to Australia. Since I've been, okay. So, um, as I mentioned, I came here in 1998, started working at a company called Pal Sonic in um, Waterloo, loading and unloading containers, doing goods in words, goods outwards, spare parts, customer service. From there, after four or five years, I moved to LG Electronics in Eastern Creek headquarters. I was a, what they called, I forgot what the title was, but a, like an auditor of all the service centers. I was there for six years. I would have stayed there, but I got made redundant due to restructure and all that kind of stuff. So from there, I started with a high S van, did my own career business for a company called Mailcorp. That didn't work out. I had an accident. So after the accident, I didn't go back. Then I took two months time off, some time with my son and the family. Then after that, I decided to go back to the workforce and I found work at Woolworths through my older brother. I worked at Woolworths for four years doing uh, in the produce department, the fruits and vegetables. So I'd be at the back loading and unloading containers, doing the freezer, uh, putting the shelves up, helping the 2IC, doing customer service, all that front, front, front line, all that kind of stuff. Um, from my time at Mailcall and during Woolworths, I had depression and anxiety, which was from 2012 to 2016. 
So I tried to manage it with the help of people around me and the professionals, but it got worse to the extent that I ended up at Bangarbi House, which is the mental health ward for Blacktown. I was there for three nights. They did observe, but the psychiatrist at Blacktown, at Bangarbi House, said that you don't need to be here because they could see that I can do, I can improve. I had very good self uh, power and all that kind of stuff. So I came out of there, went back to work, and Woolworths fired me. I got fired from Woolworths, came home. Yes, it was a sad moment, very stressed, very ten tense, but we didn't see it that way. At that time, I remembered something that my grandmother told me, who died at the age of 96. So she had a lot of wisdom. Yeah? She said, beta, which means son, when one door closes, five others will open. But you don't see it with your external eyes. You see it from inside. Yeah, your intuition, emotional intelligence, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I said to my wife, what is, like I decided for myself, what is most important? For me, most important is myself. My health, which means my mental health, emotional health, and physical health. So that was very important. I sat down with my wife. We had a conversation, uh, we had conversations for about two, three weeks. Then I told her this is what I want to do. I borrowed three and a half thousand from a very good brother of mine. And I bought my sound system for the DJ. So I, that's where I started. Then using that, getting income from that, whatever I could save, I invested towards machinery. I started doing so. While I was doing the sound DJ, I started doing um, mowing on the side. Okay. Go to people's homes, mow that, that kind of stuff. Mm. That became too physical. My physical health wasn't very good, so I stopped. Yep. Then I said, okay, there's music, my passion, and my passion is cars. I've been doing detailing for a long time, 15, 20 years. Right? So I said, why not make it a source of income? Help others be happy as well. Cleanliness is godliness, isn't it? So with what I had and help, with my wife's help, I'd started slowly buying products and machinery. I think my first investment for my detailing was about 1200 And for me, I've, uh, my grandmother also taught me, unless it's absolutely necessary, don't get into debt. And for us, what that meant was, if, you, if, if we were going to get into debt, it would have been if we bought a house. Everything else, we can save up slowly. Yeah? Yeah. So I bought my detailing gear and I started working on that. And as time went on, I found that my decision was a success. My mental, emotional health, time with the family, time for myself, time for social, and all that was in balance. Physical health was good. If your mental health is good, which will lead to your physical health being good. Mm -hmm. So that, that has been what, what that has been my journey so far. And it's going great. Mm. I think my biggest takeaway from that is you had a challenge and a setback in front of you and you used that and made it into an amazing opportunity for yourself and you turned that around. Can you tell us a little bit more about what went into that and sort of the mindset you had to put yourself into to get through that challenge? Very good question. Thank you for that, Amber. 
in my life, I think everything I do before I do everything and after is I say thank you to God. I believe in God. I believe He is the supreme power. We talk about energies. He is the ultimate energy. Yeah, He is the one that provides us inspiration. We get inspiration from other souls like Amber and Emmanuel. And myself, I'm just another soul like the 8 billion on this planet. And the special thing about me is this body is given a name called Ashwin. That's the only thing special. Yeah. So God gives me inspiration in the soul. Yeah, I use that in my daily life. Make decisions. Then I go speak to people like yourselves. And I get inspiration from you as well. So I thank God. And whatever it be, be it success or a failure, I thank him again that he's given me that knowledge, that inspiration to at least try. Mm. So effort, I think, is very important as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that um, you said um, when d- one door closes, like five opens. And I know that there are five things that are knowing you, you know, you are doing different things. One thing you're very, that I love about you, and I'm sure Amber does and we love about you, is that you have such a great heart. Uh, and humility, I think, is what we talked about this earlier in one of the other sessions, um, episode one of this series. Mm-hmm. Humility was the number one thing that yes. someone said was success. Yes, it is. Pillar. It is. How do you um, how do you get humility? How do you find it, or how do you grow grow your humility? Well, humility for me it starts from within, self respect, being aware of who you are, and from from the, from young age, we've been taught that we are the soul, not the body, because the body will be gone. The soul will stay forever. So making the difference there is very important. So respecting ourselves, yeah, respecting others, other souls, and the situation that is around you, and being down to earth. You know, and also the fact that Situations arise because of us. What we say or what we think, what we say and what we do creates the situation. So you always have control. And it is your responsibility or my responsibility to be human, hence humility. I think also with humility that if you respect yourself and others around you, you have the potential, or you should have the intention and potential to grow. Because if you don't have humility, if you're stuck or if you're arrogant, then you'll be stuck. You just won't grow because you know everything. Yep. Yep. So on top of that, mm. you also are a very wise business person because I've worked with you as Thank through you. Breed. You're very detail-focused. You're very focused on adding value to your customers or your guests, whatever you want to call that, right? Tell me what are the principles of um, Kaikare Studio um, and how does the customer benefit from that? Well, our core values, if I can use that, which is the principles as well, is things like knowledge. And on my website, I have all of these. It is written there in uh, Hindi and Sanskrit, but I will translate them in English. So things like jian, which is knowledge, passion, experience, 
these are very important and there are a few others on there which I won't bring up now but I think knowledge experience are very important time yeah and being emotionally aware of what is happening around you or what we have been speaking about over the last few months emotional intelligence mm. yeah it is very important again humility comes in there as well and also honesty very important um on my the last job that i did is for my detailing business the customer left a review that he's very what was the word he used he didn't use the word honest but transparent mm. right so you have like for me when i go to do quotes inspections i listen to what my customers or clients want i then give them options and i think that is very important It has to be a two way conversation so an added value is where for me my understanding of added value is where they want this done yes i will get it done but then here something i can do extra for you but maybe a uh, uh, health check again in 3 months time or you know some edit stuff so i th- i think that is important as well so that's how i do it listening is very important communication is very important and coming to a uh, deal if you want to use that word where it benefits both both of us i think you're the kind of guy that your business it's just a stepping stone for something greater isn't it for you so yes, what is that yes. um as a child probably after the age of 10 i like i come from fiji and i have an indian background i'm a hindu so i am quite religious and i follow the vedas so since then it's been like our the books that we read are called the vedas there's four of them and My ultimate goal in this creation in this life is something called mukti and moksha which means being free the soul being free from this body because once i the soul is free from the body it can do anything it want at the moment it is restricted within yes so i want that for myself and the higher purpose which i am using the gakesh stepping is to be a healer or a teacher or a guru help others what i have experienced by giving them the knowledge helping them supporting them yeah by talking to them or physically like taking them out all that kind of stuff so that that is my ultimate goal and with the help of aa lakhan services and the kaki studio i am hoping someday i can get to a place where i can have my own ndis agency that that ndis agency is what i'm looking forward to helping to get to my uh, ultimate goal mm-hmm. being a healer being a guru just just some thought that i've had over the past years yeah so that that is what i want like to do fantastic and um advice for young entrepreneurs you've quite, you've worked with quite a few yes. recently through breed yes we have and uh, that was the 10 week entrepreneurship That's program right. i would highly recommend anyone listening to this podcast if you have the passion if you have the interest please contact breed speak to him about speak to emmanuel get in touch and it'll be, it's highly recommended i enjoyed it a lot i learned a lot i wasn't a businessman at all 
I'm always have been practical or a manual worker, but circumstances created by myself changed those, and I'm now going on my journey towards being a businessman. I'm not there yet; still a long time to go. But for those upcoming young ones, find your passion. Find your passion. What interests you? What interests you? For myself, to give an example, was music and cars. Also, there is family, and there is also faith in God. Mm-hmm. I have passion. I have passion in God. I have faith in God. I also have faith in humanity. Mm. Yeah, there is eight billion of them on this planet. So find your passion. Find your interest. Talk to your elders. Mm. Visit. Any careers expo, yeah. Go to networking events if you can. Find a coach, find a mentor. Emmanuel, brother Emmanuel, being one of them. I'm pretty sure Amber can help too. Um, so yeah, um, find your passion, find your interest. Talk to your people around you, and work on that journey. Be patient. In our Sanskrit language, there is two words: dhiraj and dhair. Be patient, and in my knowledge and experience, resilience means bouncing back from whatever that situation that you were before. Another thing that I have done in my life, which I think is part of being resilient, is your past is your past. You cannot change it. Learn from it. Leave it behind. Don't dwell on it. Live in the future. I'm sorry, in the present, not future. Or in our psychological term, they call it here and now. Mm. Yeah, live in the present, plan your future, but only work in it when that future comes in. Yeah. Mm. So, like myself and Emmanuel, after doing that financial course, we had a plan to reach certain gross turnover, and we have a monthly plan and all that. So the timetable, and I work on it as those days come. Mm. So live in the present. Yes, plan the future, work towards it. Something that I do practice in my life every day is I wake up between four thirty and five in the morning. First thing I do lie in my bed, I thank God because while I was asleep, He was looking after me. Okay. Then I go outside, I do my pranayam. Pran means breath, yam means control, so breathing exercises. While I'm doing my breathing exercises, I'm breathing in. I am telling myself throughout the day, this is what I've got to do. I don't need to do a to-do list. I don't need reminders. Because it's all here at that time, and in the morning, that is the most pure in terms of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're breathing in all the purity, and you're telling yourself the mindset comes in here as well. That you're telling yourself, "This is my day. I am going to be positive. Doesn't matter what comes, right? Mm-hmm. Who comes? What happens? I am going to be positive. Mm-hmm. Even the most negative things, you can for yourself. You can't talk about others, but for yourself, you can look at it in a positive way." Yeah. That this has happened, happened. It's in the past. Yeah. Learn from it. Move on. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think one of the most incredible things about you is your willingness to learn. You're always <laughs> looking to other people that can inspire you and help you on your journey. How important do you think that is very, in your journey? Very important because I don't have all the knowledge. Yes, the knowledge that I don't have, I cannot experience it, and that's where others come in. Yeah. 
Rabbi Emmanuel, he has the knowledge of the financial side of things. Ember has the knowledge of operations, how to manage operations. So by learning from you two, I gained that knowledge. Then I put it in practice. So thank you. You must always show gratitude. So I think it's very important that people around you, it doesn't matter who they are. Race, faith, color, religion, size, does not matter. They all have something to give. My faith or my, the, the Vedas has taught me that all souls have 24 properties in common. 24 of them in common. Yeah? But because that soul is inside this body, those properties, 24 properties, come out differently within different persons. An example, the very first of those 24 is knowledge. My knowledge, we are all souls. My knowledge, your knowledge and your knowledge is different. We may have some similarities, but there are differences. Yeah? So I think that's, that's how I see it. Yeah. You do have a very um, holistic way of looking at things, which is what is important, I think, for business owners that can be really authentic and set yourself different from anybody else. Right? So that's one thing that I've learned from you. Thank you. Where to from now? What are your... I know we live in the present moment. It's yes. very, very important, I understand. Yes. We talked about it actually in the previous episodes as well. Yes, we have. Uh, but what do you think, where do you see yourself in terms of like, what are the things you're looking forward to in the next 12 to 24 months? Well, immediately I'm looking forward to my son graduating as a club DJ. So we're hoping to do that between now and end of this year. And then I start getting him gigs and all that. Um, also, my personal or my physical health. Um, as you mentioned, Ember, I'm now starting to learn how to do landscaping. So I have been working on a project. It's about one meter by about 20 meters long. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and uh, it's got a pathway. And so I've, what I've done is I scraped the pathway away, put weed mat, aggregate and pebbles and pavers. And then on that, I've built a nine meter garden bed as well, nine meters long. So that is very tiring. So um, physical health, um, that's another thing that I'm looking at at the moment. So I've got some pains here and there, so I've just got to slow down look at that. And my family life, I think it is very important, very important. The other thing that I'm looking forward to between now and next financial, or the end of the financial year, is reaching that target that we have. Exciting things that also are happening is Growing my door-to-door transport business. So I've got three bookings so far this week, which is excellent. And I very much look forward to our networking events. <laughs> I very much look forward to it. Like whenever there's something in breed, if I can make the time, I will. Mm. So that, that's what I... We I'm, appreciate that. Thank you. And um, as towards the other thing that I'm looking forward to, although we have a time, I have a set myself a time frame of about seven years, is getting to that healing and preacher. Which I'm sure that is part of your transformation journey and you're uh, you. on the path to that. You know, you. It's always great uh, talking to you, Ashwin. Um, we really respect you. And um, you, know, you're very, you, you, know, you have such a great sense of humility about you and uh, empathy. I think it's one word I, I noticed mm-hmm. with you is you're very empathetic towards people. And I think that's a very important success um, trait for any 
human being, let alone a leader, which you are a leader. Thank you. So um, thanks for being part of this um, um, special episode. And uh, we look forward to, guys, if you want to know more about Ashwin, you'll find that out in um, the bio, um, how he can help you with uh, your amazing uh, car services. He's taught me a lot about car care. Um, and uh, he's always very proactive. Like, when are you getting your car in for service? You know, like to, to get it actually cleaned, which I think is very overdue. But he also has given me a lot of knowledge on 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 the actual system, you know, and I'm, I'm a bit lazy in that way, but that's why Ashwin's here to help. That's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, you can find me on, um, uh, what do you call it, on the web, yeah. carcarestudio.com. I am on LinkedIn as well, or you can call me on 0405-396-207. And uh, I must say thank you to the lovely audience who have been very patient um, uh, to listen to this 10-part series by Breed Australia. And thank you, Menel, and thank you, Amber. Thank you. Awesome. Lovely. Thank you so much.